0: Welcome to episode 004 of the House Rock Financial Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, better known as the FDCPA. But more importantly to you, it is how exactly we can get those pesky debt collectors to stop hounding us when they think they that we owe them money. So without further ado, let's check out today's episode. Hey, this is Stephen Young, host of the House Rock Financial Podcast. Since 2013, I have been helping clients repair their credit and build their financial foundation to create a lasting legacy. Cash may be king, but credit is power. The more knowledge you have, the more power you have. You can also learn more at our website, houserockfinancial.tv. Today's episode is sponsored by Smart Credit. With Smart Credit, you can access the three bureaus' credit reports as well as get alerts and $1 million of identity theft insurance. They also have a money manager that tracks all your accounts and spending, gives you a quick personal financial statement. It's a really cool tool. But my favorite part of the website is their Score Master tool. This helpful tool will show you the fastest way to boost your credit score and how much your score will go up based on what actions you take. It's super cool. Find out why this is the only credit monitoring software I recommend to my clients at smartcredit.com slash house for $5 off of your monthly membership. I recently had a client that was complaining about a collection agency just constantly hounding them and uh, what they could do about it. So I thought I'd put together this quick live format to talk to you a little bit about uh what you can do what your rights are what the law says and if you are able to use this then great and if you have any questions so obviously you can reach out to me at uh, info at houserockfinancial.com so how to stop collection agencies from hounding you and first of all um if, if, if collection agencies are, are calling and emailing you constantly, then you, you, the first thing you need to do is to know your rights under the FDCPA, and that is the Fair Debts Collection Practice, Practices Act. So it's a federal law that says exactly what collection agencies can and cannot do against you. So types of debts that are covered under the FDCPA. Are credit card debts, auto loans, medical bills, student loans, basically anything that is personally that you personally owe? So if it is a business debt, then that is not included under the FDCPA. That is separate uh, and they can kind of do whatever they want there with that. But so this is really for consumers. So what is a debt collector? A debt collector is a person. Other than the original creditor, so not Capital One, but whoever Capital One sends it off to, not American Express, but whoever American Express sends it off to, a creditor who is collecting their own debt but uses a different name. So a lot of the uh, creditors, such as American Express, they don't ship off the uh, debts to anybody else. What they do is they actually keep it in-house, but they use a different company name, right? Just another company that they own, though. So that is still considered a debt collector. Or if it's an attorney who regularly collects debt. So a lot of attorneys, they've got the practices of being a debt collector, that would also be considered a a true debt collector, and they would fall under the FDCPA. So how can a debt collector call contact you? And, And in short, basically, Anyway, <laughs> they can get you in person. They can get you by person or in mail, uh, telephone, even fax if you have a fax machine hanging around. Still, they can they can contact you that way as well. They can even, and I'll talk about this in a second. They can even contact somebody else, like a neighbor or, or family member, or something like that. I'm sure we've all gotten those calls of uh, you know a neighbor. I, I don't. Know, I, I remember the first time I got one like you know a long time ago. Now that um, they called me. Trying to get me to go to somebody, I was living in a condo complex, and they tried to get me to go to um, this uh, this random person. I had no idea who it was. It was in another condo, like three buildings over. Over, and they wanted me to try to um, get them to to call them so that they could, you know, collect their debt. But family members too, of course, you know, you might get them for your um, your your significant other, but then of course, also brother or sister or whatever, any any other kind of relative. They're they're just reaching out, trying to find somebody that can get in contact with them basically to, to pay the debt. And that is completely legal. What they are not allowed to do though is contact you before 8 a.m. or after 9 p.m. And that is your time. So you want to pay attention to that. Um, they cannot do it if it's inconvenient or unreasonable places such as work and and at a place of employment, if it is known that the employer prohibits the contact. So in other words, if they are contacting you at work, asking you to pay the debt, uh, I can remember years ago, I had one with, I think it was discover card where they were calling me at work. Uh, they're one of the worst ones. If you haven't had discover card, they are, um, they're very good at getting their their debts paid because they will constantly contact you, and we'll talk about being annoying with that too. Um, but if you tell them that you're not allowed to receive calls at work, and preferably if you write an, a letter to them and tell them to not do that, uh, they legally have to stop. So, uh, And then if they know that you have an attorney that um, – you're working with or if you tell them I'm you know I've got an attorney now I'm contemplating bankruptcy or whatever it is they have to work through the attorney now and not contact you still so can a debt collector contact another person we already talked about that yes they absolutely can what a debt collector is not allowed to do is they're not allowed to harass oppress or abuse any person use any kind of threats and and you know it the law states that they cannot use threats of violence or harm now other than maybe um you know the the back alley loan that you got from the loan shark they're probably not going to uh try to say that they're going to break any bones but you know capital one is is not going to do that however um i have seen instances where they have tried to say that they were going to harm their reputation they were going to come out and say something about this other person in in uh, you know facebook or something like that I've, I've seen some pretty crazy things with with stuff like that so and, and there's actually been a rule just this last week that said that uh, debt collectors can now start contacting you through direct message on facebook on twitter on instagram so you might start to see debt collectors using social media to contact you about your debts, all the more reason to document everything to make sure that they're following the rules. because if they're not, we have uh, we have ways to get them to to have to basically to pay you fines. And so um, I'm not a lawyer, don't profess to be a lawyer, but um, we'll, we'll talk more about that here in a second too. They're not allowed to publish a list of consumers who refuse to pay their debts, so they can't put on their website a bunch of people that they've got debt collectors with, uh, or debts owed to. Um, They can, of course, go to the credit bureaus, though, and report that. And then they're not allowed to use obscene or profane language. I've also had stories of this happen, where they have gotten irate with a person and they start using foul language. And then they cannot repeatedly use the telephone to annoy someone. Now, here's the challenge with this: is the federal law does not specify what that means. They don't have. They, they don't say you can't call the person more than three times in a day, or you can't call the person more than you know any number of times. But if it, if you're able to show that they are being really annoying, and you're able to document that they call you every day. Uh, 10 times a day or something like that, and you screenshot it and you save that for the attorney, then that will go a long ways you know, in, in the courts if you decide to sue them or if, if that ultimately comes to bear. A debt collector also cannot make false, deceptive, misleading statements to their identity, such as falsely implying that their attorney's or that they're government representatives, and this is one of the areas right here, and then also falsely stating that you've committed a crime, or that you will be arrested, or misrepresenting the amount of money you owed. These are some of the areas that they really tend to get in trouble with, uh, with not following the FDCPA, where if you document these practices... And even better, if you're able to, if you're really getting harassed by debt collectors, uh, you know, get a get a recorder and and start recording these phone calls so that you can use this as as evidence against them. They are not allowed to indicate papers that were sent to you were legal forms, or that if they were legal forms, that they weren't legal forms. So. Um, i' I've, I've seen it where they try to state that you know they sent you some legal documents or that legal documents are coming through somebody um, if they're not really legal documents if they are not a summons and a petition to verify court anything like that they cannot legally say that that's what they're doing they cannot state that they will seize or garnish or attach or sell any of your property unless they truly are intending to do it so they can't make, threats that are not actually true. And then they cannot give you give false information about you to anyone. And that would include the credit bureaus. So another area that they can get in trouble with. Um, What does the debt collector have to tell you about the debt? So if they contact you and you ask them about who this is for, they do have to tell you within five days, they have to send you a written validation letter stating how much you owe, the name of the creditor that you owe it to, and what to do if you don't think it's your debt. So if you don't think it's your debt, then send them a letter. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy, but send them a letter to the debt collector stating that you are disputing the debt. You want to make sure that you specifically state, I'm disputing this debt. Because when you do that, you now have rights again under the law under the FDCPA to go after them because if they don't attach that note in your credit file and you're under your credit report with the credit bureaus, they have now violated the FDCPA. So you want to make sure you say that very clearly. Now, if the debt is very old, debts will usually stay on your credit report for about seven years, even if you've paid it off. So never, 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 never simply pay the person the money. Maybe you're tired, and this is what they do, right? They wear you down. They are tired of you, uh, or you're tired of them contacting you five times a day, 10 times a day, getting letters in the mail. It stresses you out, and so you just pay them. That's what they want, of course. They want that money, right? First of all, the older the debt gets, the less valuable it is, and the more you're able to negotiate a settlement. But second of all, they do not have to, once it's on your credit report, let's say it's for $200. Once it's on your credit report, if you go and you pay it, you pay them the $200 or maybe you settle for $100, whatever it is, they do not legally have to remove it from your credit report. So now, not only are you out the money, but it's still affecting your credit because it's sitting there on your credit report. And what does that do? It tells other creditors that you don't pay your debts. So that is going to affect not only your score, but your opportunity to be able to get Uh, credit from another company with a good interest rate. So you never want to just simply pay it. You want to do what's called a pay for deletion letter. And you want everything to be in writing. You want to write to them and state that you may be willing to pay the debt. You may be willing to pay the debt if they are willing to delete the notation in the credit report, basically delete that file that says anything about a collection on on your credit report. Okay. Uh, statute of limitations will a lot, keep them from being able to sue you if it's if the debt is so old that it's passed the statute of limitations. So, for example, in Idaho, where I'm based out of, uh, it's five years for most things, for credit card debts, auto loans, mortgages. Um, student loans are typically a little bit longer, 12 years. So every every state has different laws. Some of them are three to 12 years. And uh, so you just need to see what the statute of limitations is. But all this does is it pre- prevents them from suing you. It does not prevent them from going after the debt still. So they can still contact you. It just means they are not able to file suit, which really then means they have no uh, other than harassing you um, legally or illegally. They 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 have no means to to try to to collect the debt. Okay. So how to get them to go away? The big, the big question, right? Debt collectors must cease all communications um, with you. If you do this, send them a letter certified return receipt. You want those, the little green forms that you can get at the post office. There's uh, two of them that you'll fill out. One's kind of white with green. And then one's like the, the bigger green label that you put on the back of it. And you'll ask for it to be return receipt, meaning you're going to get it back. So if you talk to the post office, they'll know exactly what it means. You can also do it online. There's a couple of different companies that do it online as well now. And so you want to send them a letter stating to the, the effect that you are disputing the debt and you do not want any phone communication um, by mobile, home, work, and if uh, and and also you know, again that you're you're disputing the debt. So. Uh, you, you don't want any communication with them, basically. All right. And if you want a copy of a letter that I have received from an attorney, so it is an, an attorney-approved letter. It's a very simple letter, but uh, you know it doesn't have any legalese or anything like that. It basically says exactly what I just told you to write there. But if you want a, a copy of a letter, send me an email at info at house rock and I'll just send it over to you. You know, I'm not going to try to no charges or anything like that. It's free. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll send it over to you and you can use this letter. Like I said, it's very simple, but it's also extremely effective at getting them to have to stop all communications with them with you. However, just because they stopped the communications with you does not mean that they don't have to that they can't sue you so they can still they can still send you documentation stating that they are suing you and they can also still report you to the credit bureaus so it doesn't stop any of that okay if they continue to do so if they continue to call you if they continue to mail you letters if they especially continue to harass you at work or send you faxes, (laughs) if that's still a thing, Um, contact an attorney that specializes in consumer financial protection rights. And so you want an attorney that specifically does that, that that goes after the collection agencies, because it is a very specialized field and they know those laws very well. If you do not know somebody, which I imagine you probably don't, and, and you want to reach out to me, feel free to reach out to me again, info at house... RockFinancial.com. I'm more than happy to refer you to somebody. I've got a number of attorneys that work uh, throughout the country, and if I don't have somebody in the specific state they're in, I no doubt my attorneys that I do know will have somebody in one of those states. So, uh, so reach out to me, and I'm more than happy to to uh, refer you to somebody. You can you want to document everything. Document, document, document. Voicemails try to get the transcripts, phone calls if you can, try to record them. If it's legal for you to do so without telling them, that's fine. Some states are one-party states, some states are two-party states, so pay attention to those laws. You may have to tell them that you're recording it, in which case usually they will hang up on you. Uh, Any any letters that they send you, any emails, anything like that, you want to just have everything documented to prove that you have done your part and that they are not following the law. You can be awarded damages as well as they will have to pay your attorney fees. So most of the con- consumer financial protection right attorneys do not charge you up front because they will get paid if they win from the uh, credit from the collection agencies. And then even if you win and you still legitimately owe the debt, like if this was a thing where you did still actually owe that two hundred dollars, you still owe the debt. So just because they violated the law does not now mean that you don't have to pay the debt. Now, in most cases, they will back off and they'll just delete it from your record. They'll go away and they'll cancel the debt. But, and the attorneys oftentimes will negotiate that with for you and with the collection agency. So a good attorney will go ahead and do that, but it doesn't mean that it's guaranteed and it doesn't mean that they uh, they won't still try to collect the debt. So if you want to see what's on your credit report, go to smartcredit.com forward slash house and sign up with Smart Credit. It's, uh, it's $25 a month and you get the three bureau credit report as well as a score uh, and a bunch of other great financial management tools, a million dollars in identity theft. It's a great way to really manage your credit, see what is on there. And then also if you want to have a free credit audit done, go to houserockfinancial.com and schedule a free consultation call with me, Stephen Young. And I hope this information was valuable to you. If you have any questions, again, reach out to me. You can go to houserockfinancial.com. You can call me at 833-720-SCORE. That's 833-720-SCORE or at houserockfinancial.com. Thanks. That does it for this episode of House Rock Financial Podcast. If you have any questions, you can go to e- You can email us at info at houserockfinancial.com. Or you can also leave us a message on our website at houserockfinancial.tv. And if you liked us, share it with everybody else. Let them know about us. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Facebook, and uh, leave us a five-star review if you feel like we deserved it. Thanks so much. Have a great day.